0: Tuesday, October 25th, week seven of the NFL brought some big injuries and a big upset. Let's talk about those things more next American Football Talk. You're listening to American Football Talk. Football news your way, fast and furious. let some college football news. Head coach of Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, announced on Monday that he has lost three offensive linemen, two guards and a tackle for the rest of the season, two to knee injuries and one to an ankle injury. LSU was fined $250,000 by the SEC due to the fans storming the field after Saturday's win over Old Miss. TCU remains undefeated after a late rally to beat Kansas State. And with that win, they move up one slot in the AP poll. Charlotte has fired their head coach, Will Healy, after a 1-7 start. Some breaking news today. Texas A&M has suspended three players for violating team rules. Defensive back Denver Harris. Receiver Chris Marshall and offensive lineman P.J. Williams have all been suspended indefinitely. The top five in the week eight AP standings haven't changed. Georgia still number one, Ohio State number two, Tennessee number three, Michigan number four, and Clemson number five. The big mover in the wrong direction, Ole Miss drops down eight spots to number 15 after their loss LSU. Some news from around the NFL, the Carolina Panthers have placed their defensive end, Henry Anderson, on injured reserve. Carolina has also traded away their star running back, Christian McCaffrey, to the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners give up four picks for Christian McCaffrey. A second rounder in 2023, a third rounder in 2023, a 4th rounder in 2023, and a 5th rounder in 2024. I was surprised that Carolina got that much for Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey's a great player when he's healthy, but that's the question with him. Can he stay healthy? Dallas and Las Vegas have made a trade. The Cowboys are trading for defensive tackle Jonathan Haskins. It's costing Dallas a late 7th round draft pick. Cowboy safety Jordan Lewis suffered a season-ending Liz Frank injury in Sunday's game. The Los Angeles Chargers have some more injuries to deal with. Cornerback J.C. Jackson is out for the season with a torn patellar tendon. And wide receiver Mike Williams left Sunday's game with an ankle injury. He's expected to miss two to four weeks. The New York Jets have suffered two key injuries. First, their star rookie running back, Priest Hall, who is in the running for rookie of the year, has suffered a torn ACL and is done for the season. To fill the hole left by Priest Hall's injury, the Jets have traded with Jacksonville Jaguars for running back James Robinson. And the Jets' second big injury, offensive lineman Elijah Tucker, done for the season with a torn tricep. Cleveland Browns tight end David Njoku suffered a sprained ankle in Sunday's game. He is expected to miss two to five weeks. The Indianapolis Colts have benched veteran quarterback Matt Ryan. Quarterback Sam Ellinger will get the start from here on out. The Detroit Lions punter Jack Fox received a three-year extension worth $3.775 million a year. Seattle Seahawk wide receiver DK Metcalf left Sunday's game with a knee injury. Reports are he will not need surgery. There is no timetable on his return as of this recording date. San Francisco 49er wide receiver Debo Samuel is considered to be day to day with a hamstring injury. Also, Niners fullback Kyle Ucek underwent surgery to repair a broken finger. More news out of Cleveland, linebacker Jacob Phillips will miss the rest of the season with a torn pectoral muscle. And cornerback Denzel Ward has entered the concussion protocol. Denver Broncos running back Mike Boone suffered a high ankle sprain and will miss two to four weeks. Also, linebacker Brian Browning is expected to miss several weeks with a hip injury. New York Giants tight end Daniel Bellinger suffered a broken eye socket. He has undergone surgery to repair it. No timetable on his return. Miami Dolphins safety Brandon Jones has gone on injured reserve with a knee injury. Kansas City Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark has been suspended two games for violating the league's personal conduct policy. That's it for the news this week. Stick around. I'll talk about some storylines and some scores from last week in the NFL. Week 7 of the NFL started out with a promising start. Saints and Cardinals met in Arizona. The Cardinals' defense ended this one early with two pick-sixes, before halftime. Final score in this one, Cardinals forty-two, Saints thirty-four. Miami and Pittsburgh met on Sunday night, and a lot like Thursday night football, it started off with a bang, looking good, but it slowed down and the scoring slowed way down. No points were scored in the entire second half of the football game. Miami comes away a winner sixteen to ten in a real snooze fest. The Cincinnati Bengals beat up the Atlanta Falcons, 35-17, Joe Burrow passed for 459 passing yards. Cincinnati seems to have found their offensive rhythm again, much like they did last year in the run to the Super Bowl. The Lions lose big in Dallas, getting beat up 24-6, and Detroit had five turnovers. That's not the performance I thought I would see with Detroit coming off a bye week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Carolina Panthers in the upset of the weekend. Final score, Carolina 21, Tampa 3. Tampa Bay was never really in this game, with the exception of a long pass from Brady to Mike Evans in the first quarter. An easy catch and score touchdown, but Mike Evans just couldn't bring that. And the last game I'm going to talk about in this short recap is the Patriots and the Bears. Chicago travels to New England for Monday Night Football. Patriots quarterback Mac Jones would return to the field after recovering from his high ankle sprain, but he would be pulled early in the first half and replaced by backup quarterback Bailey Zappi. Zappi had started two games and won both games. Chicago would win this game 33-14, in large part to their run game. Chicago rushed for a total of 243 yards. New England only had a combined 260 yards of total offense, passing and rushing. I'm sure that George Halas, grandfather of Chicago Bear football, was smiling down on his players as they defended his record and made sure that Bill Belichick did not beat his record while playing against his team. Week 8 starts Thursday night with the Ravens and the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers will look to put an end to their losing streak. But the Ravens are a tough team. And the Bucs are not playing well. So it should be a good game. There's not that many games that are you know, considered can't miss for Sunday. But there are a couple. Starting with Green Bay traveling to Buffalo. Sunday night game. Can't miss that one. Panthers and Falcons. Can the Panthers' third-string quarterback and their interim head coach pull off another win? Both teams have not thrown in the towel just yet. They're still fighting every week. Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Can the Eagles' win streak continue? Pittsburgh is not a strong team on offense or defense. But, you know, interstate rivals will bring out the best in both teams. And lastly, this one's more for me. The Patriots and the Jets. The Jets have been looking good as of late. But they have two key injuries on their offense. Will that be too much to overcome? So, you know, Bill Belichick always schemes with good game plans against division foes. So this should be a good game to watch. Also, on the New England side, who's it going to be? Mac Jones or Belly Zappi? New England with a quarterback controversy? Maybe, just maybe, I don't know. But that's it for this week. Join the American Football Talk Facebook group. Follow me on Twitter at Wheels1317. Follow the show at AFT128. I'm your host, Matthew. Until next time, keep pushing.